This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Time does not finish. Yes? Powers? Yep. Yes, this is Powers. You will follow instructions as agreed? Oh, yes. What are they? You will come to the southwest corner of Jackson and Carter at precisely midnight in your car. You will be mapped there and you will be given directions. What is the license number of your order, please? 3Y5989. Ah, very, very, very good. Now, one more matter. You will have with you the agreed amount of money in small unmarked bills. You understand, of course, in a transaction such as this, we cannot accept your check. <laughs> In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you'll hear Imported Headache, starring Joseph Dulop. Joseph Buloff as Walter Dryden in Imported Headache. Most crimes are a cross between a jigsaw puzzle and a piece of tangled cord. The criminal must fit all the pieces of his crime together in the planning period, and the police must untangle the skein of cord from whatever single loose end they may discover. The perfect example of this is Walter Dryden, a German of Nazi extraction, one might say. Walter was thorough in his planning, perhaps a little too thorough for the tastes of his hoodlum assistants, Harry Subsmith and Bob Blake. All right, Harry. Stop here. Okay, if you say so, boss. I have said so. Ain't nothing around here but an empty road, boss. I will do the thinking. You will execute. That is the arrangement. Sure, sure. Okay, but maybe we'd like to know how this fits together. Yeah. First, we all go to drugstores and uh, buy ten-cent bottles of aspirin. Then you send Jersey to swipe a couple of cops' uniforms from a costume place. What's aspirin got to do with cops' outfits? Yeah, I don't get it either, boss. Tonight we hijack a truck. I mean, it is not necessary for you to know. The less you know, the better. Well, you, you could tell us something, boss. Very, very well, then. I will tell you this much. I'm subject to headaches, so you buy for me the aspirin. <laughs> and I think Bob and Jesse will be very handsome policemen. As for the truck, I have a deal in mind. To do this business, a truck is necessary, so we take one. In fact, we take the one now coming around the curve. Americans own too many trucks. So now one American will own one less truck, and we will make money. Money, Harry. Block the road. Right. What if he don't see us? He sees us. He stops now. Harry, stay at the wheel. Captain, I will take care of this. 
I understand, Pop, you have had some experience driving trucks. Yeah, I used to. Hey, get that tire to lap out of the road. We cannot for the moment. You will be patient, please. You want a hand, shovel? Uh-huh. It will be a pleasure to accept your assistance. Okay. What's the matter? The engine got that on you? Well, that engine's okay. It sounds like a watch. All right, Bob. As you say, knock him. Hey, what the hell? Oh,
Very, very well. One more matter, please. You will have the agreed amount of money in small, unmarked bills. You understand, of course, in a transaction such as this, we cannot accept your check. <laughs> yes, I understand. One thing, we haven't yet agreed on how much. Now, you said that... Uh... Ah, yes, yes, yes. Excuse me, excuse me, of course. <laughs> the prize is $5,000. That's a lot of aspirin. I'm given to understand Americans have a lot of headaches. <laughs> no chances. They blindfolded me at Carter and Jackson. Wouldn't let me take the darn thing off until we were just outside this place. Harry is very thorough. Yes. <laughs> he learned that from me. Ah, but Harry, you did not make Mr. Powers any more uncomfortable. That was absolutely necessary. Oh, no, boss. Of course not. Ah, very good, very good. <laughs> My apologies for any inconveniences, Mr. Powers. But these precautions are necessary. You see, there have been cases of men reneging on a transaction and causing much trouble. Well, don't worry about that. I'm in this almost as deeply as you are. Oh, yes, yes, that is so, that is so. Well, this is the truck? A large one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Full load? You doubt it? Harry, open the truck. Right, boss. Well, now, look, you don't have to go to all this trouble for me. My word has been doubted. Now you must have proof. It's open, boss. Select a carton, Harry. Any carton. Well, you sure got it packed to the roof. How's, uh, how's this one, boss? Very good. Open the carton. Check. <laughs> I don't see any custom house stamps on this carton, driver. <laughs> no? <laughs> but you will see inside the carton. Well, so. Uh, that's the stuff, all right. Very well, then. Harry, put back the carton and close the truck. Check, boss. And now, Powers, the money, if you please. Here? Why not at my warehouse? I deliver to you here. I accept no responsibility for delivery, except to permit my man to drive the truck. I must be paid now. All right. And you insist? I insist. Here you are. 5,000. Nothing larger than a 20. Thank you, Mr. Powers. Well, don't you want to count it? I take your word, Mr. Powers. Come. Harry will drive. We will follow in your car. Well, now, don't you want the address of my warehouse? But we know that already, Mr. Powers. Oh. Walter Dryden is very thorough. He always knows all about his customers before he begins to do the business with them. <laughs> American roads are efficient, Mr. Powers. Not, of course, as well planned as our autobahn, but efficient nevertheless. <laughs> as an exponent of the nation where efficiency is a household god, uh, I'll take that as a compliment, driver. <laughs> you may say so. <laughs> Quick. The brakes, the truck is slowing down. What's going on up there? Patience, Mr. Powers. No doubt we shall know it in a moment. Why should we have to stop on this road at this hour? In our headlights. Try 
Drive that loser, cops. Come on. Hurry up now. Make it snappy. Let's see what's in that truck. Okay, officer. Going as fast as I can. I ain't no machine, you know. Ah, little tongue in your head, you understand? Yes, sir, yes. Uh, officer, what's the meaning of this? Uh, who are you? Well, that's my car. Open cotton here. Aspirin, the imported. No custom house stamp. This is the load, Joe. What load? If I may ask, officer? These roads have all been posted. We're watching for a load of smuggled aspirin. And this is it. You'll have to come with us, all of you. Now, tell me, officers, is it possible there might be some way to... What are you driving at, Bob? One truck, more or less. Who would know? Sounds like attempting to bribe an officer to me. Driving. Please, perhaps you'd better not to leave this to me. How much more money do we have on you? Uh, about a thousand. Maybe a little more. Very well. Gentlemen, if I may suggest it, a wallet found on the road with, with say, two thousand dollars in it. Just found there, over there. <laughs> After we have driven off. This could not be construed as a bribe. Well, could be. Yeah, could be. Thank you, gentlemen. Close up the van, Harry. Drive on slowly. Mr. Powers, I will put up a thousand if you No further trouble. Well, if I had any trouble, I, I could lose my license. Okay. But there's mine. And mine. In this wallet. And so on the road. Let us go, Mr. Powers, before these fine gentlemen change their minds. Best thousand bucks I ever spent in my life. <laughs> How'd you like that, Bob? Slick that guy, Wallace. Slick it all. <laughs> and that sucker, Powers. Yipe, Jesse, but he's been thinking beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> bucks for a phony bribe and a stolen truck. A stolen truck loaded with one carton of drugstore bought aspirin and the rest empty as a sucker's in. <laughs> Jesse, my boy, I'd wear a cop's outfit for Walter driving any day for what's going to be our share of this little job. <laughs> <laughs> Just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Imported Headache. Continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Joseph Buloff as Walter Dryden in Imported Headache. The jigsaw puzzle was complete. One truck, one carton of aspirin, one buyer eager for a special bargain, two imitation policemen. Total take $6,000. There was great glee at Walter Dryden's headquarters later that eventful morning. Hey, fellas, do I make a good cop or do I make a good cop? Keep a civil tongue in your head, bud. <laughs> all right, all right, men. Now, this here is business. Our first split, as you say in America. And uh, what do they say in Dutchland, boy? <laughs> in the fatherland, we do not waste time on idle laughter. Now, then, I 
have here $6,000 in American money. That much he likes about America. Now, enough of this nonsense. As agreed. I receive half. The remainder is divided equally among the three of you. Therefore, 3000 to me, 1000 to each of you. Hey, thanks, boy. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Me too. That's the easiest grant I ever picked up in my life. Yeah. Easy. Maybe too easy. How so, Harry? Well, suppose his Powers character talks. The good Mr. Powers will not talk. Americans never admit they're suckers. If they get mad enough? Nah, nonsense. <laughs> After all, what did he get for his $6,000? One stone truck? One carton of aspirin? One release from imitation policemen? No, no, no. Our good friend will not talk. <laughs> You don't seem to realize the position you're in. All I know, Lieutenant, is that I I bought something. I didn't get what I paid for, but I did have a, well, valuable experience, period. I think you'd better talk, Mr. Powers. Lieutenant Gorster, I don't think I like your tone. You'll like our jail even less. On what charge? Possession of a stolen truck and then a pinch theft of that truck. Your arrest won't help your reputation any. We can prove possession of that truck. Possession of stolen goods, in other words. So let's stop kidding, Powers. You have a duty as a citizen, and you're going to do that duty. Uh, nobody likes to admit he's been a fool, Lieutenant. Not even to catch the man who made a fool of him? Order Dryburn has disappeared. Vanished. Dryburn? Sounds German. Yes, plenty. Saber scar and all. Acts and talks like a real Nazi. About... Five feet ten, broad shoulders, brown hair and blue eyes. Behaves like a Prussian officer. Yes, that's a good description. Several agencies are interested in him, including the Immigration Service. Illegal entry? We have reason to believe so. Uh, this is a big country, Lieutenant. You'll never find him. Won't we? Look, Powers, you've finally given us an end of the cord. We've a neat mess to untangle, but with patience, I think we'll get him. <laughs> Shall we say obtainable at a price? (laughs) 
Well, now, let us start our proceedings. It will be necessary, as usual, to find a suitable truck. Car speaking. Driving here. Tomorrow night. What time? Where? Midnight. Seaforth and West Fillmore. Very well. And have the money with you in small unmarked bills. Understand? So this is your warehouse, Driven. And this is the truck, Mr. Carr. Packed completely, floor to roof, with the product you're paying for. May I see some of it, please? Oh. Harry, open a carton for Mr. Carr. Check. Harry is the driver of the truck. He will present this to your warehouse. There you are, Mr. Carr. Genuine imported aspirin. I see. All right, Driven, let's get going. Driven, I must admit I admire your enterprise. Thank you, Mr. Carr. Uh, for some reason, I have the impression that you haven't been in our country very long. No, not too long. <laughs> you certainly have caught on to our ways, or uh, seem to have. It is an ancient expression. Do as the Romans. America is the land of golden opportunity. Quite golden. <laughs> uh, for all of us in a deal like this. <laughs> you do so. I, I suppose it's none of my business, but I would like to know. How did you happen to come to America? Mr. Carr, when one sees opportunity die in one's fatherland, one seeks success in other places. I came here. There was a small, as you say, nest which I successfully had placed here before the war against just such a contingency. Quite simple. My admiration increases as you speak. Go on. As for my entry through the golden portals, that was accomplished. <laughs> now let us leave it at that. In other words, it's uh, none of my business. Slow down, Sakar. Harry's flashing lights on the truck. Uh, so I notice. Something wrong up there? Perhaps an accident along the road. It is well to stop for such things. We'll know before very long. All right, Bob, open up the truck. We want to see what you got in there. Okay, officer, of course. Smoke cop, but let's see what's up, driving. Of course. Yeah, this is the stuff, all right. Yeah, uh, aspirin and no custom house stamp. Uh, these fellas with you, Bob? Look, I just drive a truck. I don't ask no questions. I'm working for them. Which one of you owns this truck? I, I, I do, officer. All right, let's see the registration. Uh, don't you think, gentlemen, we can talk this over? If all you gentlemen will remain where you are, in the headlights of my car, Lieutenant Collins The sucker's got a gun! Hey, he's no sucker, he's a cop! I work hard, all four of them. Right, Lieutenant, including our Nazi friend here, with his contempt for the efficiency of America. So, a government spy, a trap! Why not? You should know about these things, Dryben, known as Alex Tribal, wanted for war crime. No doubt about him, Collister. That saber scar would mark him any place. Hey, Hey, boss, were you a Nazi? This surprises you, Harry. Hey, look, Lieutenant, Mr. Carr, me and Bob and Jersey, we don't know anything except about the astronauts. We'll we, sing, we, Lieutenant. We we'll give you the work. Thanks, boys, but Investigator Matson here of the Immigration Service has plenty on your boss. Plenty. Mind if I take him directly, Lieutenant? Not at all. Well, then, with due thanks to your detective car, Walter Driven, alias Alex Tribal, you're under federal arrest 
charged with illegal entry into the United States. I'm not trying to shoot at me. I didn't think it all. First, we will capture him. Where's the hood of him? He wants the truck. All right, you three. Down. Thank you. 